You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush Podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, it is over the game versus the Chiefs. We we come up short. 38 to 27, but even more importantly than that is obviously most of you know Jimmy G is out. Um, it appears, in the words of Kyle Shanahan, it is an ACL. He fears is an ACL, and you can see it in the replay. Whenever he planted outside, he scrambled. He should have just went out of bounds. This was 100% unnecessary. In fact, he stepped out of bounds uh, when at the moment he tore his ACL, so there was no need to plant and try to come back inside. But we'll talk about that in a second but Jimmy G is out he will be done for the season when you see it buckle like that obviously it looks like an ACL then when the trainer came out and you can see it they'll hold the leg up so Jimmy G's laying on his back whenever I was a coach you could always tell very very easily you hold the leg up underneath the thigh so the knee is raised and then what you do is you lift up the calf and see if there's any tension there and you kind of go back and forth slightly and up and down slightly. And if it just, <laughs> if the knee cannot support itself, you could tell right away. And you could see the trainer as he is checking, shaking his head no. Uh, he doesn't really say anything, but I was watching the trainer and you just see him do a quick little head nod, uh, knowing that the cameras are on him, but making sure that, you know, he, he's, you know, he's, he's telling right away. And they take Jimmy out on the cart. And yeah, uh, this is one of those. I said it earlier in the year, you know, it, it's a 95% chance whenever it's like this, perhaps higher. Again, that's just my opinion of an ACL tear, which he will be done for the year. Now, having said that, uh, we had a lot of injuries, and just like Kyle Shanahan said, we, we still got games to play. You take this and you move forward. C.J. Beathard's going to be our quarterback who we loved last year, third-round pick out of Iowa. He came in and had one of the best throws of the game. Now, I understand there is a gigantic drop-off from – what Jimmy Garoppolo can do and C.J. Beathard can do, they're, they're not the same human beings. But C.J. Beathard got our, our first win last year and played very well and is very, very tough. So we, we'll see. We're going to have to make a couple roster changes. We will bring our quarterback up from the practice squad and bring another one in to compete with him. So we're going to be, it's going to be an open competition for that backup QB spot, but CJ Beathard is going to be the guy. And this was a rough one. Obviously, everybody that watched the game, you understand this game sucked. Probably one of the worst all-out team performances I have seen in a long time. And you don't have to look beyond 
the penalties, which the refs sure as hell weren't on our side in this game. It was one of the worst officiated games I've seen in a very, very long time. But we would have lost this game even without that. We ended up 14 penalties, 147 yards. 147 yards. We went in after the first quarter. We had more penalty yards than total yards, and it continued throughout the game. Several questionable calls. They gave them a free touchdown on the pass interference call that was just ridiculous against Kawan Williams. It was absolutely bananas. And then they wipe out a touchdown on C.J. Beathard's last play uh, play of the game. It was our offensive last play of the game. We wouldn't uh, get the ball back after that. And so, you know, that's 14-point swing right there. Not saying we would have won if those two calls don't happen. I'm just saying it, it's hard to play against perhaps one of the best teams in the NFL, definitely the best offense in the NFL, and create our own mistakes with penalties, jumping off sides on third and five, chop blocks. I mean, you can't – we lost all three phases of the game and officials – and I mean, you just can't do that. So take that for what it is. Man, it, it, was, it was a rough game. So what I want to do now is go through just kind of injuries, which we got a lot. There's nine separate injuries. We'll go through relatively quickly. None bigger than Jimmy G. Uh, the drives and just real brief offensive performances. Um, even MVP. I want to hand out an MVP. I want to keep doing that. It's Matt Breida. He might be the best player on our roster offensively now. That guy is a difference maker Matt Breida's for real. So if there's something to say, man, how do I walk out of this game with something to look forward to? Matt Breida might be one of the better running backs in the NFL. That kid is beyond special. Um, 10 rushes for 90 yards, a 9-yard average. And it was. Every single time he touched the ball, it seemed like he was getting about 9 yards. Uh, Receiving-wise as well. Three targets. He caught all three of them for 27 yards. Just near perfect game. Wish we would have got the ball to him more. He did leave for a little while with an injury, but came back no problem. So uh, real quick, okay, let's go through these injuries. Breida left on a hamstring, came back. It looked really, really bad. He was down for a while, but it seems like he just kind of had a cramp, and he was okay coming back. Richard Sherman, this is a bad one. Calf that was bothering him all week, took him out at halftime. Um, Especially whenever you look at... He was the only secondary performer to ball out out of our starting four. Uh, Zoom played really, really well. Jimmy Ward left in a cramp. He came back late. Wish he wouldn't have. Uh, Reuben Foster. He went down with kind of a head shoulders, what I thought was a huge hit with Kareem Hunt. And then he kind of got rolled up on and bent backwards. He was out for a long time. Turns out just got the wind knocked out of him. He came back and played. So we got lucky there. Adrian Colbert, his hip. Same thing that's been bothering him all week. Acted up. He left. Not a big loss. He has been awful this season. Gave up two touchdowns uh, before he went out. Solomon uh, Thomas, lower back. Didn't play very, very well, but he got better and better at the second half whenever we just turned him loose as a pass rush specialist. Um, Finally gets the hit on the quarterback, and he gets hurt doing it whenever he sandwiched the quarterback with DeForest Buckner. That's just kind of what it is. Mike Pearson goes down late after an amazing game, absolutely incredible game. Uh, Rolled up on from behind on his own guy, limped off, re-aggravated the same foot. Uh, that messed him up. He was able to come back, but again, that's going to be an issue all year. Alfred Morris limped off late his right ankle, and he was out for a while. Um, I don't, I don't think that he came back in, but it was a late injury. Matt Mostert had to come in and spell him, and then Jimmy Garoppolo. That's one game. That's nine injuries to starters. That's not okay. Um, you know, we ha- we have games in the NFL, and there's always going to be injuries. 
but sometimes it's just against you. And whenever you have injuries against you, penalties against you, the refs against you, and you're making your own mistakes, it's going to be hard to get a win. Uh, we only ended up losing by 11, which if you watch that first half, uh, this is how it went. <laughs> we come out three and out on offense. Kittle dropped a wide open pass. And then Goodwin had a negative play on the sweep, uh, both of those. And then we just had to punt it right off the bat. So terrible start. Then we get a touchdown to Juice on fourth and one. Um, so we, we converted a fourth and one. And then we got the touchdown pass to Kyle Juszczyk. That was great. Then a three and out. We check down on third and long versus a blitz. We get four yards. Uh, have to punt it away. Three and out. Punt after my uh, Brita got injured. Then we get a field goal for 39 yards right before the half. So you cannot have three out of five opening drives be a three and out. That's not winning football. One of the things that Jimmy Garoppolo has brought to this organization is he had the record for least amount of three and outs percentage-wise at quarterback, and it just didn't show. Not, Not that it was his fault. He didn't play a great game. He didn't play a bad game. But um, it's kind of what it is. We can't have three and outs. We come out second half and things started to click. Uh, Things got much, much better. We got a touchdown pass to Goodwin. And that was our best drive right out of the hat. We had two big burrito runs and then a huge big play by Kittle. Kittle looked great. He does have a problem with drops. Um, that, That happened again. But, man, he... He plays tough, very, very tough. Then we get a touchdown run by Morris and then a two-point conversion by Kittle. Things are going good. Then we get our field goal. Now, this is the last time we touch the ball, and I want to talk about this because in Kyle Shanahan's press conference, he said, you know, C.J. Beathard came in and made that amazing pass on fourth down. It wasn't fourth down. It was third down. And I don't know if he knew what was going on. He was very hot, yelling at the refs. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just went down. We're down 14 points. With five minutes left and we elect to kick a field goal, this was a very poor decision because even if you make the field goal, which we did, you still have to score twice to tie the game. Now, you could score a touchdown, two-point conversion, and a field goal, but you're not helping yourself out. It's still a two-possession game, whereas if you would have went for it, I understand that it was fourth and 10 or fourth and 11, um, you know, fourth and goal from the 11, but you have to go for the touchdown in that play. Uh, it kind of seemed like we conceded, especially against this offense. Now, we wouldn't even get the ball back. They ran the ball out five and a half minutes worth, which was pretty pathetic on our defensive side. It seemed like they kind of gave up at the very, very end there. And you can't do that. You, you cannot do that. You need to give your players a chance and a chance to believe. And I felt like our players kind of mimicked uh, our coach's choice there, you have to go for a touchdown there. I understand it's fourth and 11, but if you want to play to win, uh, you know, Mike Singletary's w- words, you play to win the game. And so uh, take that for what you want. I was pretty pissed off about that, but it is what it is. Jimmy Garoppolo, his numbers were solid. 20 for 30, 251 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He took four sacks. Um, again, the last two plays, the last three plays of that last drive were just all Jimmy Garoppolo making bad choices. Took two sacks. Can't do that in the goal line uh, whenever you're trying to chase a lead. And he held on to the ball way too long. You go back to last week. Man, he holds on to that ball way too long. You can't hold four-plus seconds in the NFL. You cannot do it. And we paid the price for it with back-to-back sacks. And then he took the hit out of bounds, which was beyond unnecessary. Um, I, I, I hate criticizing a man whenever he, he's suffering a year-long injury, but this was 100% avoidable. And, you know, I tweeted out we were in a bad game situation, and because of the decision-making process, we're now in a bad season situation. 
Um, so it is what it is. I love Jimmy Garoppolo as much as anybody else out there, except for maybe uh, that one famous adult film star. But um, anyway, moving on. I'm a little upset, but it is what it is. Now, offensively, man, Matt Breida and Alfred Morris, our offensive line have continued to be stellar. We keep putting up amazing running numbers. We will have to see if that maintains with C.J. Beathard. I assume we will see a lot more loaded box boxes moving forward just because it, they're not going to respect Beathard. That's it's just the reality of the situation. If you watch the film from last year, which we all have, he doesn't do well with pressure. He'll take the hit. But whenever you blitz him and you're in his face, he does make very inaccurate throws. But Alfred Morris, 14 rushes, 67 yards, uh, 4.8 yards average, one touchdown. And he ran hard before he got injured his ankle. I still don't understand why Breida is getting less carries than Morris. Um, you know, the, the ideal was we're running with a hot hand. Breida was hot all game. He was hot all game. And... That's just what it is. I understand that he got hurt, but even after he came back in and showed he was still playing at elite level, we sent Alfred Morris out there again. I don't mind Alfred, Alfred Morris getting playing time. He should not out-touch Breida. He should not out-touch Breida. Breida is literally leading the NFL in rushing, and he still will be after this week, and he missed an entire quarter. He should be getting the ball a lot more. We'll just have to see what happens there. Um, Receiving-wise, Kittle was the man. Five catches on seven targets for 79 yards, and the refs wiped away his touchdown at the very end of the game, which that should have been a touchdown. That was absolutely bananas. The dumbest call I've ever seen. One of the dumbest calls I've ever seen. Kyle Juszczyk, two catches on four targets for 38 yards and a touchdown. Marquise Goodwin looked like himself. You know, missed a couple plays late. Not his fault. But three catches for 30 yards on four targets and got the one touchdown. I don't think we saw him truly open it up deep um, like what we're used to. But he, he's back, which is great. Kendrick Bourne had the one nice catch and one terrible route. He it, it was it was third and I don't know about ten. It was a bad out route pass. It was and he didn't come back for the ball. Should have been almost intercepted. <laughs> because he was just waiting on the ball to come to him. You got to attack the ball. He scares me a little bit because he's a liability on the offensive side, and I don't really like that. Now, um, if we move on, Trent Taylor, three catches on four targets, 24. Pierre Garçon was not great. He had two drops, one catch for 11 yards on four targets. They're always contested catches with Pierre. They're always going to be contested catches with Pierre. He is not a person that gets a lot of space. He's a big-bodied physical receiver that's almost like a tight end on the outside because he blocks so well, which is why we always have him out. And whenever you see those big running plays busted for huge yards, it's because of guys like Pierre Garçon. Um, something that is interesting, Dante Pettis, no targets. Really didn't get a lot of snaps on the outside. Uh, interesting to see the snap report, a snap uh, count come out. But it's pretty, pretty low there. Um, now, real quick, I do want to take a second to go to my bookie, our sponsors. Man, absolute great site. And if you are a betting person like me, head over there to my bookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And they will match you dollar for dollar. So enter in our promo code RUSH100, R-U-S-H-100. And they will match dollar for dollar your initial uh, sign up whenever you do sign up. And again, the good thing about them, if you win, they pay. Uh, so head over there, no matter what you like betting, fantasy, game lines, game spreads, over-unders, it is all there. Again, that is my bookie. Head over there now. So a couple other things I want to talk about. Our O-line played very, very well. Um, they played well enough to win. 
And the people that struggled were kind of our studs. You know, Joe Staley got beat for a sack and jumped off sides as well. Richburg played very, very well, got called for a chop block, put us in a huge hole, but we were able to bail out and score a touchdown on that drive. Um, McGlinchey gave up a sack late. wasn't really his fault, but he didn't do a good job. Uh, Garoppolo could have got rid of the ball, but he did not. And Pearson got bit, beat for a sack in the red zone as well. Again, uh, Garoppolo had over four seconds on that play as well. Um, it's just it's kind of what it is. Magnuson came in late for Pearson, which was great to have him back because now we have depth along the interior line. But that's kind of where it is. Now, I want to jump on defensive side now, and it is bad. We played, it was one of the worst defensive performances I have ever seen. Our secondary is trash. Uh, Richard Sherman is amazing and made a couple big plays down the field, but he got injured. And it's hard whenever we have one stalwart out of our four and the other three are just not playing well. And <laughs> Jimmy Ward should never play football again uh, at the professional level. I'll just be really, really honest with you. He played awful. Um, it, it was bad. Now, the one thing I can't say, in the MVP of the defense, I'm going Exum. Anton Exum Jr., he played amazing. Nine total tackles, nine solo, one sack, one tackle for loss. Got an additional hit on the quarterback. He was all over the place, stepping in for... Um, Jaquiski Tart, who was out. But again, you got to understand, like, this isn't... I, I could say he played great, but he didn't play well either. It was bad all the way across the board. DeForest Buckner didn't play well. Eric Armstead didn't play well. Solomon Thomas didn't play well. Reuben Foster had some mistakes. Uh, Fred Warner, several missed tackles. It, it, it's all up and down the line. Adrian Colbert gave up two touchdowns, just played abysmal before he went out. And again, you talk about Jimmy Ward, man. He's playing press corner, staring into the backfield whenever he's 10 yards off of his man. His man has already beaten him by 10. He doesn't have help over the top. And he keeps peeking in the backfield. This is middle school, simple X's and O's. And it is just bad across the board. And I think the problem is this. One, our entire def defensive scheme set up by Robert Sala, which I'm fine with him. I don't mind. There are definitely some schematic issues here. We have no pass rush. And we have zero secondary help outside of Richard Sherman. So whenever you have that set up, it's a catastrophe because the quarterbacks have time, and whenever they have time against us, it's ridiculous. And if you go back and watch those touchdowns, which they scored on the very first five touchdown drives, the first five times the Chiefs touched the ball, they scored touchdowns. And a big reason why they did that is because we are not getting any pressures whatsoever. The only sacks we got were on overload blitzes, and that was it. We had zero sacks just coming up the middle <laughs> or from our four-man rush. That's it. Uh, the sack that Armstead and um, Ex Anton Exum got, th it was on a blitz. That's it. That's all it was. That's it. And th you're not going to win games whenever we have this defense. And it doesn't matter who we're playing. Yes, we're playing against the number one offense in the NFL, but that was un. It was unacceptable. Now, the second half comes out, and we respond <laughs> to a certain degree. Again, we gave up five straight touchdowns to start. Out of the second half, they punt, which was awesome. <laughs> we held them to a punt, and it wasn't our fault. Their wide receiver, their backup tight end dropped a wide-open pass for a first down. He dropped it on his own, so the only stop we got to start the game was because they dropped a pass. Then we get a three and out. We came out and played great. 
Then we held them to a field goal. Then they ran out of the clock. That's it. So there were two drives out of nine that they did not come away with points. You can't do that. You can't do that. And I, I said, you know, if you listen to the preview, I said 28 points is the key. If whoever gets to 28 first is going to win, and we have to keep the game close at the start, we didn't fail either of those. We didn't pass either of those tests. We only got to 27 points, and we got way behind early. So it's just one of those things. It's a matchup-driven league, and whenever you fall behind in a Kyle Shanahan offense, it forces your hand. Now the run game was great, and I appreciate that, but we have to come out better. This back-to-back games where we were bad in the first half, we have got to step up our game. And with C.J. Beathard back there, we better be running the ball 35-plus times. This needs to turn into a huge running, uh, slow-down-the-tempo game, and our secondary is going to have to step up. That's just kind of where we are. Um, you know, we, we still have a ways to go, and that's the thing. Uh, the one good thing I can say, our next game, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say good thing. We play at somewhat close. We play at the Chargers. This game's going to be in California, and the Chargers are a damn good football team. We are going to have to step up things and make – otherwise we're going to get blown out again because it's another very similar offensive scheme and attack as what the Chiefs did. And the only difference is they're a better defense. They are an exceptional defense. So we need to step up our game. Sorry to be such a downer. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have another episode later on during the week. But we have got to step up our game all the way across the board. And it doesn't help that our starting franchise $100 million quarterback is going to be out. So hit me up on Twitter. I'll be a little bit more cheery next episode, I promise. Um, So if this is your first time listening, it's okay. It's going to be better. 49ers fans are the best fans in the NFL. I truly do believe that. And while it's okay to be pissed off when your team lose, we do not run and hide. We stay true to our team. Faithful then, faithful now. Take care, 49ers. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.